When Kronos became king, a prophecy was made that he would be overthrown by his own son. This prophecy was fulfilled by his youngest, Zeus. After a war lasting ten years, the Titans were banished to the depths of Tartarus, and Zeus sat on the throne of Olympus, his brothers and sisters by his side. The gods reveled in their new kingdom, ruling over the mortals that lived in Elysium, a kingdom named so as to be a paradise for all those who lived there. And for a time, all was well. But gods are prideful beings, and soon began to bicker and argue amongst themselves, turning a blind eye to the realm of mortals. Zeus saw this, and saw how the mortals had also begun to fight one another in the absence of the gods' presence. A mighty thunderstorm swelled around Olympus as Zeus made a decree. The gods would no longer remain idle, but instead be sent unto Elysium, where they would be given a city to rule as they saw fit. Only Zeus would remain on Olympus to ensure that his laws were upheld. Unhappy with this order, but unwilling to incur their father's wrath and risk being felled by his thunderbolts, the gods made their way down to Elysium to live among the mortals. Each god molded his or her city into their own image, whether that be the beautiful marble temples of Aphrodite or the towering spires of the arcane Hecate. The mortals rejoiced to be in the presence of the Olympians, and peace was restored again. No longer able to interfere with each other as before, the gods now use mortal champions to do their bidding. Through time, mortals have dedicated their lives into performing great deeds to gain the gods' favour, become their champion, and enter their names into legend. But peace can never last forever, and dire plots are brewing in Elysium. The war god Athena, as wise as she is beautiful, has gone missing. As tensions rise amongst the Olympians, other forces work quietly, and whispers are spreading that the reign of Olympus is coming to an end. Hello, and welcome to episode 13 of Reign of Olympus, after a one-month break, which didn't seem like a lot because we only missed one session, but a month is a long time, so we're going to get into the recap as quickly as possible to remind us as much as we need to remind you. Before we start, a couple of announcements. One is due to me moving and jobs and other things, uh, will no longer be available to do Match of the Deity, which I know we haven't done for a little bit anyway, but still, that's kind of on permanent hiatus, unless I find someone to kind of do that, or we figure something else out. But for now, Match of the Deity will be on hiatus, but I do have other plans of how the gods can have a moan about the players, so we'll do. So there will be stuff in the works, so just keep tuned. Uh, another announcement is, for those of you that don't know, it is currently September in Twitch, which is basically if you use either the Twitch desktop app or you go on the just the desktop site, you get half price subs. 
for the month of September and half price gifted subs. So, and I believe the channel still gets full money, but that doesn't really matter to you guys because. But yeah, it is half price for the month of September. It's like a Subway deal or something. Go check it out. I don't know what Subway has to do with it. They're, I think they're even having like a channel. Like, were they having people on a Subway stream? I, I don't know how that's going to work. But yeah. Anyway, half price um, subs for the month of September if you go on the desktop versions of Twitch. For some reason, it doesn't work on the mobile stuff, which is really annoying because I'm guessing most Twitch viewers will be on tablets or phones or things like that. So yeah. Other than that, I don't think we have any announcements that can't be found out in-game. So yeah, I'm going to go to quick intro and then we'll recap after that just to keep the flow going. Okay, see you in a minute. And welcome back. So yes, <clears throat> last we joined our heroes a good month ago for us, but no time at all for them. They were making their way through South Nidas Forest um, to get to Attica, I believe. Lagina. Lagina. That's it. I always get the two mixed up, even though I was the one that put them there. Um, I'm terrible with names and always will be. So yeah, they were on their way to Lagina to help out with the undead problem that they seem to be having, that Elpina told them about after helping them out. Well done. I remembered Elpina's name. Um, Yay! Yeah, first time since that character appeared, I've remembered her name. So yeah, yep. so they were on their way there. On their way, they encountered some wolves, which had something odd going on with them. Like, they weren't your average everyday wolves. They were corrupted or tainted or changed in some way. Um, not sure uh, what had happened to them, but essentially when they were biting people, they were turning them to stone ever so slowly, which Mercy found out the hard way as she slowly started to be turned, her extremities started to become stone. Luckily, after some very close calls for some of the characters, you managed to defeat the wolves and went along your merry way, trying to, along the way, figure out what you were going to do about Mercy um, as she was still fighting off this contagion, curse, whatever it was. Along the way, Kaya, you were the one that mainly noticed when you were walking along or on your watch. You were being yourselves watched or followed by something that didn't really want you in the forest. It left some very unsubtle clues about what they wanted you to do, which was to get out of the forest. And you noticed that these things were even messing with you while you slept, trying to freak you out or do something. You carried on very wearily, trying to basically get out of this forest as soon as possible, because you did not seem to like it on one bit. And through a brief divine or titanous intervention from Hecate herself, possibly, you chose a path that seemed easier to traverse through, and you ended up in what appeared to be an abandoned village. Upon inspecting the village, you very quickly found out that it wasn't abandoned. 
as you were ambushed and held at bow point for the most part um, by a group of furbolgs. It seemed to be some sort of almost familial unit of furbolgs that, from what they were saying, had been in this forest for generations and had done their best to keep people away as they... For the most part, any visitors to the forest would cause it harm. And so they did their best to keep their village secret and also keep people away from the forest as they did. You also found out that the ambush upon the Spartan carriage that had escorted Gavriel's allies was done by these furbolgs, who had basically accosted them, stolen their supplies, and again, given them the message that they weren't welcome in that forest. After talking your way out of things, you um, had a tentative kind of alliance with the leader of the Dryads named Amos. And Dryads? Furbolgs. Dryads would be something completely different. They would, yeah. Um, and after some a night of revelry, sharing stories, a brief game of headbutts, um, you, yeah, you decided that to one, probably get out of here alive, and also to help these furbolgs keep their village safe and secret, you would go and try and root out the source of this corruption, because it turned out this has been happening for some time. It wasn't just the wolves that were being corrupted, but something deeper in the forest that was doing this to the animals. You then went to bed with music, Kaya and... Another guy? Where is he? Kaya and Lutoris shared a song which kind of eased the tension that they had towards humans especially. And on a melancholy but pleasant evening, you guys went to sleep feeling rested and with a plan in mind. So yeah, we unless anybody wanted to do anything drastically before the next morning, we will start on the, mor the next morning where you guys are set to head off. I did want to do a, a very brief thing while everyone was vaguely quiet and sleeping. Mm -hmm. Go for it. Um, yeah, um, where we were originally accosted, and yeah. the guys were on the on the, those large rocks above us. Yeah, I can show you. I want. Yeah, I want to just be able to just um, sit atop probably one one of them and just. Make sure that I'm not going to be dis disturbed, or possibly the one in the middle. Well, it depends on where everyone's sleeping. Even the one in the middle near the stream. Well, from what you see, most of them—not you guys. You guys certainly aren't permitted to, because you are still outsiders. Um, the young ones seem to go into the cave where you saw some of them with their parents, <coughs> with a few. Um, this fella here, name uh, Rodifus, stays out on watch and tends to be up on the guard towers. But the rest of them will go in their huts and things like that. So for the most part, the camp itself is empty, and that ledge up there, it does have a tent up there, but if you investigate, it just seems to have like supplies that they want to keep off ground level. Like Fair enough. Store that they um, want to keep the stuff dry. Yeah, I'll, dry. I want to find an available rock that will give me some sort of like periphery over the actual main campsite. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Um, yeah, um, 
Yeah, preferably. I mean, uh, what's the what's the night sky like? Is it pretty clear? Is the moon out and stuff? Yeah, because where you guys are, um, you're not near any of the major towns or anything, so it's pretty clear. There is some overhanging trees and stuff, but you guys are in like a, an outcutting, which is so you've got all the stars ahead of you. Yeah, the moon is out. It's kind of a waxing stage at the moment, kind of half half full. It's but yeah, the full cool. moon passed. Right, um, I will get myself into a nice position where I can actually look straight at the moon. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll kneel down as best as I can, and I will say, I know I promised, and I know that these people have no belief in you. However, we made a promise to protect them, and then by rote, so have you. If we can keep this on the hush-hush, just somebody just kindly watch over this grove for the night and pray that these people stay safe tomorrow while we do what we have been set out to do since the very beginning. Okay. And then what I, and then what I will do, I will once again prick my finger on one of ben- Benedict's spikes, and then in Celestial I will trace the symbol for protection on the rock. Okay. Um, make a religion test for me. Certainly. Reasonable is a 14. Okay. I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you don't you don't sense anything. Um, it's no, I, I know. It's, it, it was just an into the void sort of yeah. introspection. I never, really, I never really expect anyone to really listen because, let's face it, it's me. So, well, it's, it wouldn't be the first time it's come to something, but yeah, true. Um, and yeah, and and tell you what, I'll I'll sleep up here as well. Screw it. Okay. So yeah, you all, like I say, you all have a decent night's rest. Um, the night goes by uneventful, guarded, secluded. Probably one of the quietest nights you've ever had after everything dies down. Um, it does seem to be quite a familial unit, so everyone kind of right night's over. Let's all up and go to bed. And then the next morning, uh, you've all you've all got pretty low passive perception, haven't you? Yeah. 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 <clears throat> so the next yeah. morning, you all wake up uh, at various times, just as daylight starts to come, and the camp itself. The I'll just bring the camp up again for this. Like the area here, like the front, the biggest building has been kind of decorated almost. And they've got garlands of flat, wild flowers and vines and things that make kind of a causeway. And everybody seems to be gathered around um, a few figures there. There seems to be some sort of ceremony going on that you outright slept through because of your terrible passive perceptions. <laughs> So, yeah, you, like I say, you guys would have had to, besides Mercy that went up there, uh, you guys would have been told to sleep here, basically, where I've just put Gabriel. So, you, if any of you wants to make a perception check to try and see what's going on, or just go and approach. Yeah, I'll have a go. Okay. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, mine was shocking. Yeah, mine was shocking, so don't worry about it. Okay. Uh, 
17. 17, okay. 20, not natural. Hey. Hey, okay. Oh, uh, so both of you, not Mercy, because apparently, yeah, but both of you quite easily spot. Um, you can see. Uh, they've kind of made a procession, and the kids are kind of watching on. They're, everyone seems to be dressed, not formally, because they don't really have formal dress here, but everyone seems to be like they've decorated themselves with flowers, and the girls, like especially the children, are all wearing like dresses and things like that. Uh, the men have like paint on their skins, like bright blues and um, turquoises and like really bright spring colours. And at the head of all of this, you can see two of the fur bulgs um, are holding hands, and you have. Let me just get his name for you. You have Baylor, who seems to be conducting some sort of ceremony. Uh, Kaya, being your perception check and your background, yeah, this is a wedding that you're kind of waking up to right now. Your friend is kind of softly playing on a harp that he has, that, he's, that he has. So it's it's quite a pleasant thing to wake up to, but also like. Maybe a bit jarring that you've woken up and all of a sudden there's a party in the middle of the town. Then it's a wedding at that. Yeah. Okay, how do you guys proceed? Because right now you can't really hear what's going on, but you can... Yeah. I'm just going to just sleepily wander down from the rock and then just... Okay. Yeah. I'm going to find something to drink. Okay, you... You don't really find this, like, drinks table. It's not a traditional wedding. Um, but you can kind of nudge up to and stand next to Varric, um, who's drinking. It's early morning, like, just daylight, but kindred spirits and all that. And he, yeah, he offers you wine skin. Yeah. Okay. I... Gladly take it and drink. What about Kaya and Gabriel? What are you? I'm roughly, in my opinion, how far into the ceremony does it appear to be? Uh, make a, I guess a, it's just a general intelligence check because although you know okay. weddings, you don't know Furbolg weddings. Yes. 16. 16. Um, from what you can tell, they have their, they have like, almost like traditional hand fasting where they have the ribbon tied around each of their hands. It's like that, but it's like vines with flowers on them. Right. Already tied. Um, you can't tell too much, but look, judging by um, how excited the children seem to be and how half-cocked Varric seems to be, you assume that it's... This part of the ceremony, at least, has probably been going on for a while, so it's probably coming to an end. I'll slowly make my way up over, but I'll keep a respectable distance, mm -hmm. um, just so I can sort of like listen to what's current, listen, 
have a better idea of what's currently going on. Yeah, that's absolutely fine. They're, the hostility that was towards you, um, while some of the children are still weary, there's no like outward hostility towards you anymore after last night. They've kind of, most mm-hmm. of them seem to be quite understanding. And yeah, it's just the children that have got that ingrained kind of fear of humans that still keep their distance a little bit. But yeah, you are allowed to do so. Okay. Fishy boy. Um, I'm going to keep an eye on what's happening, keep them head over, have a quick check in. Looks kind of sweet and innocent things. That's nice. Um, and then I'm going to pack up all of the bedding and stuff that these guys have just left lying around in the middle of someone's bed. I've got no bedding. They nabbed I, it. Okay. No, I gave you my bedding. That's true, you did. Yeah. So he gave well, you his well, bedding and then he's packing it all up. What a gent. Thanks, Mum. <laughs> yeah, I'll pack up after the kids, and then I'm going to go just stand on the other side of the uh, the bridge by the uh, of the river. So I've got a nice view down of everyone. Okay, so you're you're being that guy at a wedding that's just like, yeah, I'm here, but I'm kind of a plus one. I don't yeah, know like, anybody and like nice and in line with that door. So if someone wants to come and attack, they get to stab me in the back first. <laughs> okay. Just at that, that key position where I can't tell what's going to happen. Yep. Yep. Completely right. So yeah, like I say, you as you get closer, you can hear Baylar speaking. So these two begin this journey as one entwined spirits. Even when these bodies are destroyed and committed to the ground to become one with our homes, their spirits will run together, and they will never be without each other. <clears throat> as is our custom, so that they are never without each other in this life as well, we will now mark them so they will be forever as one. And they kind of do, they go off inside, like Baylar takes the lead, and then you can see it's um, Silenos, so the one that was with the bow, the one that took a shining to freaking you out, Kaya. And Lorafine that are um, getting married and they follow him in and everyone else kind of just starts at a real party. Like Varric does a loud cheer followed by a belch and the children start running around and playing. And like within 30 seconds, all of the flowers that are attached to their dresses have gone and ripped, like destroyed and trampled. And they've got, you know, five bellows already climbing bits and bobs trying to look at what's inside the um the big hut and her mother's just kind of dragging her away and you know, like dragging her off and brother starts crying and yeah so it's a wedding basically yeah it's got to that point you guys just made it for the reception pretty much oh how delightful you can see everyone is there amos is not qu- not quite been like Gabriel. He's been stood off to the side, kind of arms folded, but like watching over the proceedings as you know, leader of the the tribe. He's not the spiritual leader, but he's still these are almost like all of his children, family in a way, so he's kind of watching on proud but stoic. As everyone else is beginning the revelry and he's just kind of stood there keeping an eye on everybody. Is there any interactions you guys would like to do? I'd like to start a conga line. 
Okay, roll a. Jeez, you make me. It's um, not a wedding without a conga line. Performance check. <laughs> As conga lines aren't a thing that you go, come on, let's do it. You just start them and see if they continue. What's my performance? <laughs> add, even though it's a wedding, add disadvantage because Burbolgs don't know what a conga is. And neither do we! Um. Uh, that is a 14. 14? Um, okay, one sec. <laughs> Roll for conga. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's good to be back. <laughs> no horizon congas with you, because again, they don't know what you're doing. They kind of think you're doing some sort of dance from Sparta. So some of the the children that think you're funny like try to dance with you, but it just turns out to be some weird kind of like cha cha slide tribal nonsense. So at least it's something. So I'm happy funny. with that. Yeah. I'm happy with that. But yeah, no one gets what you're trying to do, and they just think you're doing a funny dance, which the children find hilarious and try and join in. Um, Take a bat now, y'all. Yeah, even Lutoris kind of sees that the tempo has changed and tries tries to kind of play a tune that fits whatever it is you're doing. <laughs> but... Um, Iarguin kind of comes up to you, Gavriel, and offers you... She doesn't say anything, but she, um, she just offers you a drink. Um, sure. Seems reasonable. I will take a drink and thank her. You're um, quite honoured, all of you. There's not. We haven't had a wedding here in a long time. I don't think. I don't think there's ever been an outsider that's actually witnessed any of it. So we're very happy we were able to witness at least the end of your your people's custom. So um, yeah. So it was um, lovely. It was very last minute, almost. Um, it was, they were to be married, but not for a, not for a few cycles, but since Silanos is coming with you, um, Lorifine, oh, we'll make sure that everyone comes back. Yeah. Well, Lorifine insisted that if he were to go off, that, that she at least be able to find him. So we kind of, we move things up so that that could happen. Don't worry, we'll make sure he's coming back. Thank you. Please do. And as I say, if not, they will find each other and we will be able to find him now, so. Um, the the marking ceremony takes could take some time, but I assume you'll be wanting to leave as soon as possible. It's probably prudent that we get out of here and starting on tracking down what is causing this as soon as possible, but I think I think we'll leave when everyone is ready. I don't want to rush people's celebrations and festivities. They deserve that. Well they they can they don't need a bride or a groom to celebrate. They'll keep doing that and throughout the day and into the night I assume. But as soon as as soon as Silanos has been marked he will he'll join you and I think it, he wanted to come with you as part of his duty as ranger. Don't the married couple, um, uh, there's the official marriage and then there's the um, 
Legacy. Um. Propagation. You mean you mean you mean consummation. Mating. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's the one. They've Sorry, been, they've, they've been mating for some time. It's. Um, During the wedding? God, Gavril, don't be such a prude. Uh, no, I mean, previously, they, they've been making... <laughs> they've been together for some cycles now, they just never decided... A wedding is a spiritual affair, whereas mating is a, more of a right. emotional... Survival issue. Well, no, it, it's, it's romantic and emotional, but weddings are purely about spirit. Um, whereas the romance and the emotional then the physical side of things is something entirely different to us that is to do with this life whereas a wedding is choosing to spend every life together very well many many of us will have partners for life and have children and never decide to be married Interesting how different people handle these relationships differently. Um, if you... An Aphrodite appears. <gasps> what? What was South of Nine ass people? <laughs> yeah, what you don't know is um, every time we're near a city, I move to the closest god's house and just stream from there. She's back. <laughs> Very flattering. I say a quick prayer to Aphrodite. She falls. <laughs> um, she does. So I love how we've got that mysticism of you know the gods and everything being. She, don't be sorry. You brought me tea. Complicated. <laughs> uh, Kayfabe is broken. Stop it. What? Oh gosh, that's there's a whole system for wrestling. We'll do that another time. <laughs> oh no! There Speaking is... as a former one, yes. So yeah, um, where were we before the goddess of love decided to come and bless that? I was having awkward sexual conversations about how furball married. You were, yeah. She's like, um, if you if you come back before you move on, and I'd be interested to hear how things are done. Across the rest of Elysium, we. Oh, I'm really sorry. I'm not that interested. I'm talking about marriage, academic. Oh, de definitely not. Oh, acad academically, yes. Uh, yes. I'm sorry, you're sure. not quite. Um... Can I just? I'm. I'm, uh... <laughs> I'm with Varric. Oh, he's nice. Yeah, he is. Yes, it was purely we. We don't leave this forest. This has been our home, so we don't really. We it's a rare chance that we get to exchange other cultures. <laughs> Normally, we just try and keep them away. It's, it's. I think I think Kaya might be a better person to talk to about how how marriages are are done outside of the forest. Um, I've got quite a a removed opinion on how those things work that's more favoured to the island I'm from and it, it's probably better to speak to her about it she's got a bit of a broader um, education well I'd still be interested to hear think how 
life is on your island, it sounds. <laughs> is that does that mean you're near the ocean? Yes. Right, right in the ocean. Oh, so I've, I've I've never seen anything. I've never seen the ocean. So again, anything, any stories would be appreciated. Honestly. No, after you've learned something about marriage, I'll talk to you about the ocean. I'm sure that Run can tell you how to headbutt brick walls. If that interests you. I mean, I think Varric proved himself there. I... Rebatch. Um, right, well, thank you very much. I can see you are very visi- visibly awkward right now, so I'm going to help by leaving. But thank you. Excellent. Enjoy the drink. And she. Dory won't help. He's always awkward. <laughs> Did any of us actually see that happen? Um, not you, because you were kind of elsewhere, but Jesus Christ. starting a conga. But Kaya, if you want to make a perception check. Well, oh, perception check for being stitched up. <laughs> Seven. I don't see anything. Uh, from what you saw, um, because Yarguin had kind of her back, because Gabriel was facing in. You, all you saw was the back of the Arguin, but she left with a smile on her face. She seemed entertained. And to be fair, Gavriel often looks a bit awkward in these sorts of situations. Um, he's a good talker when there's a mission, but when it's socialising, he tends to cage up, so <laughs> you don't sense anything different. But she seems happy, which is progress. Okay. Progress is good. Great. If um if any of you have anything else you want to do in the meantime, uh we before I move on to the next story bit, is there anything you guys want to do? Not right now. No. Uh no, I want to do something when the marking ceremony's over for both of them, but other than that, no. Okay. Well we'll cut to the and yeah, after about actually there is a system. Oh. After about three hours, and they both come out of the out of the marquee, um, smiling, holding hands, and they greet lots. Like again, the children come up, and the arguing goes up. Um, Lutoris goes up and plays, you know, plays music to them. Every, they're kind of they're accosted by a lot of people, but then eventually they kind of come up and they split off. And whilst <coughs> Laurafine is speaking to Eogwin and Rybella is trying to hide under her dress. Solanos comes up to you. Like, are you um are you ready to go? If you are ready. Yes, um I'd rather go as soon as possible. We don't want to lose the light. Then I'm sure the rest of the party will be ready to leave. Oh, by However, you, I meant like you guys. Oh, all of yeah. Oh, sorry, I thought. <laughs> yeah, sorry, that's fine. Yeah. yeah, you guys collectively, yeah. like you've been waiting around. Runt's probably still trying to start. A we did wake over. up in oh, the morning. I conger over. Yeah, you woke up at like still unsuccessfully. Line, so it's only about right, okay. it's not a... time or so. It's... It doesn't get light till about. 
So it's about 10 o'clock, most likely, at this point. Okay. So it's getting late morning, which is why. So yeah, which is part of his comment, I guess. But yeah, so I, I have supplies ready. If you were ready to go, I can. Uh, well, yeah, I've packed up all the bedding. I think we're pretty much ready to head out. Okay. Unless anyone has any pressing issues. Uh, Mercy, have you had your your ailment looked at? Oh, I'm fine for now, dear. Sounds good, then. Okay, then um, I suppose I better lead the way. Yeah, I wouldn't trust any of us with a map. Uh, I... I don't... I have an impeccable sense of direction. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't think I've ever used a map. I can lead the way. Just... Yeah. And he kind of puts slings on his own pack, picks up his bow, and then heads off. Uh, do you guys all want to make me a perception check? Because I can't trust your passive perception, because you're all terrible. But you might notice it. That's a reasonable passive perception, so I've got 13. Oh, oh, in that case, yeah, well... I rolled a 19, though. So. Yeah, I get to see, I've rolled... 19. 15. Okay, well, it wasn't a high DC, so everybody but Mercy. Um, you can see behind, he's like, he's got kind of long dreadlocks and kind of a mohawk, where it's kind of shaved on the sides, and he has a lot of tribal tattoos on each side. Um, long dreadlocks. Um, what you do spot, you guys, you notice um, that he has a new, like, tattoo on his neck that seems different. Like, it looks... Almost like a almost like a Celtic knot, but rather than being circular, it's like two lines, and then the middle is like a stylized knot that kind of goes diagonally across his neck and up behind his ear. It looks quite fresh, and those of you that rolled above a fifteen, it almost looks like it's like it's glittering. You don't know whether that's because it's fresh in the blood, but it does seem it seems different to the rest of his tattoos, which is why you noticed it, having not known him that long. Yeah. yeah, he heads off and assumes you'll follow him. Yeah, following. Okay. Hi ho, hi ho. Okay. Uh, because um, Salanos is leading the way, I won't have any of you guys roll survival checks. Um, but it will depend. Do you guys want to proceed stealthily at a fast pace? Fast pace, stealth. I think, uh, yeah, I think we should just move at whatever pace he sees deems fit. Okay, well, he and we'll just, yeah, yeah, okay. Well, he, wow, yeah, he, uh, he's it's like something out of a kung fu movie with how quickly and how easily he moves through the forest. It's like it's almost like he's on wires, like he doesn't bound from tree to tree, but he just knows, seems to know every single path before it even appears like he'll take a longer step without even looking he'll be talking to you and he'll take a longer step and then one of you will like that's talking to him might like trip over a route that was there that you couldn't see he just kind of instinctively knows where everything is so he doesn't have to pause to find his way much um but he does have to kind of you know he does keep stopping he'll tend to go ahead and scout an area while you guys catch up so you do make quite a quick pace because of that you get to about um, say about noon 
maybe around one o'clock, the sun's like ahead in the sky. And he stops and kind of puts up his hand for the rest of you to stop. Um, there are tracks. Um, I can't tell what from, but it's not from any of the regular beasts. Um, I haven't seen them come this far south before, so I'm not quite sure what we're dealing with here. But for those of you that can, it might be best to be more cautious from now on. All right, stealthy, stealthy time. He does point out the tracks as well. If any of you wanted to have a look at them, yeah, I can't do a survival check and see if I recognise them. Go for it. Uh, which was a that'll do. That's twenty-one. Twenty-one. Wow. Okay. Uh... I did these. So you you look down and it looks you can't tell what it is because it kind of looks like it's a mix of many things. You look and you can see it looks like the bit, main bit of the paw print. It's quite a big paw print, so it might be from sort some sort of like woodland bear, like a brown bear or something like that. Like it's quite hefty, but where the nails dig in, rather than digging in like slightly or being like a padded foot, they seem to leave like sharp kind of the holes further in. On a what was that? Twenty, not natural or twenty-one. Twenty-one. That's it. On a twenty-one, you can also see um, <coughs> like on either side of each of the tracks, there seems to be um, like a something else that seems almost like a longer claw may have pierced in the ground. But it just, yeah, you can't. So you might not be able to tell what it is. It seems like a mixture of maybe two or three different animals. It doesn't seem natural at the very least. All right, see. Right, well, sir. Um, I'm assuming we're going to be slightly more careful from here on out. Well, yeah. I'll do my best, but it hasn't sure worked out in the past. Right. Uh, Luke, this will be good enough. Luke, is this going to be a protracted skill check or just like a one-off? Um, for now, it's going to be a longer skill check, but when it gets close to the okay. time, as long as he notices, it'll be one where you can use guidance. Thank you. Yeah, so for now, it's just everybody make a stealth check. And then as, as you get closer, as long as one of you notices, it might turn into something else. Oh. I didn't move. Seven. Seven, okay. Seventeen. Also seventeen. I've lost my D20 down the side of the bed, so I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh dear. Um, does somebody want to roll for him while he finds it? Or have you got... No, yeah, I've got... I've got a dice up and I rolled a 20 on it. <laughs> you need a dice up. Um, okay, so overall, again, you, you're kind of used to Gabriel. Like, he's in armour. It's not all his fault, to be fair. Um, but yeah, you kind of make up for it and you do go quite stealthily. Um, you're travelling for 
again, maybe an hour or so. It is quite a hefty um, slog, but he manages to keep you at pace still. Um, again, he see, even though he doesn't know what's in this forest, this is this is his forest. He knows exactly kind of what he's doing. So you make your way through, and you get you see more signs of things. Like all of you at this point, even even the ones that aren't like skilled in nature or things like that, you can see like odd claw marks in trees. But whereas, like normally, um, a, a bear or a wolf or something like that would uh, have like slight claw marks where they've been scratching it. With this, it's almost like the an entire tree has been almost like half of the most of the bark and half of the inside of it as well has been clawed through as well. Like some of these, you see like some trees that are smaller, younger trees have kind of literally fallen over where they've been clawed at to such a point where they can't stand like their own weight anymore. Um, yeah, so this you kind of whatever you're tracking is um, it's not your average animal. You're pretty sure that yes, this is definitely one of the things that's you don't know, corrupted or changed in some way. And it's the closer you get, the slower you see the Silanos seems to take you. You get to a grove and he stops you and kind of crashes down to the floor again and he's like voice almost a whisper he's like okay I can see it whatever it is throughout there it's currently drinking so we might be able to ambush it it's it's up to you obviously this isn't what we're not here to hunt them down but I don't know if we can skirt round it anytime soon. It's I'm here to guide you. This is you are doing this for us, so it's up to you how you want to take the next step. Uh what does this thing look like? Uh make a perception check for me and you look because just on the off looking, you guys can't see a thing. C can we not actually see like an outline of it? This is what the perception check will be for. Trying to make one or uh, everyone that wants to look, yeah. That's which. Yeah, it is. Sixteen. Okay. Natural twenty. Okay. Hey. Uh, twenty-one. Four. Okay. <laughs> Four. Four. Good lad. Okay. Um, for those of you that rolled above a fifteen. You can see the outline. It does look like a bear. Like, from all, all intents and purposes, it's not... Sorry, sorry um, Dan, no, it's not an owl bear. Mm. <laughs> it's um, evil yogi. It's evil. It does just look like a bear. It's currently drinking kaya. From what you can see, there's all sorts of... It's on a natural 20. The only thing that you can see that's different about this bear... Are its claws? Like, you look at them, and I might make some people sad here, but do you know when you see, like, donkeys or, like, animals that haven't had their claws cut properly? Yeah. Um, it looks like that. Like, it's hugely overgrown claws. 
like to the point where, like I say, most of the time beers will naturally like uh, wear down their claws by scratching on trees and rocks and things like that. This thing, its claws are just like maybe the same size of its as its paws, like each one, and it seems to be like when it does move around, it's walking around awkwardly. Interesting. Daft question. Does it smell like the wolves did? Uh, you are currently... You're not downwind from it, because Selenos right. would not take you that way, but the wind is coming from the side, so you can't really... You can't smell anything Fair from where you are. Fair enough. Even on a natural 20, I'm afraid. That's fine. It's all thing. Have you had any luck treating the local animals or only people of your tribe? We we tried. Um, we really did. Um, we tried healing. We tried healing the same way we tried to heal you, um, Mercy. We, we couldn't. Nothing stuck. If anything, it caused them more harm. When we, for example, the wolves, when we figured out the treatment to get rid of the petrification, it they almost fell apart as if get, by getting rid of that, got rid of what what they were. So where uh, the insides of them are started to rot, decay, and burn away from the venom or acid or whatever is inside them. Yeah. If you take that away, they can't live without it. We're not sure. We, if we could find one that, if we could find how this was happening and maybe get to one early enough, maybe. But all the all the things that made their way south enough were very different to what they used to be. Maybe if we got to one early in the change, as we did with you, Mercy, we could heal them. But as of yet, nothing seems to have worked. Do you think you can lead us on a path around this where we don't have to we don't have to engage this creature until hopefully we can help out? If we are very, very careful, but it will take us a lot longer and I am I don't want to lose the light. It will take us long we can do it, but we would have to be careful and we would have to move fast. At the same time. It, it is up to you. It can be done. Do we believe, do we believe I mean, this will lead us to the corruption, or...? I mean, I'm taking you further into the forest. I don't know the exact location of the corruption, otherwise we may not have needed you. But I know the deeper, the further north, the more of the, into the centre of the forest we get, the close, the more they seem to be concentrated. <laughs> Well, if this thing is not the source, then we have no reason to cause it any further harm unless it tries to get in our way. I think it's probably best just to push on. I honestly think it's in more pain currently than anything else. It, have you seen its claws? But there'll be hundreds of animals like this. Yes. If we can, if we can stop this at its source, we can stop it spreading further. If we stop to deal with each individual one, when there's a chance to maybe redeem will, them from this, 
it will take forever i know yeah. and and of course there is the however slim chance that eliminating this might immediately you know potentially stop what was happening to everybody else or the source might hold some key to how we actually help these creatures exactly uh, I, mean, I think i think we need to look for a more definitive source where we can gauge where it might be rather than focusing on just this one poor creature if you can't stomach to see the creature in this way we can try and mercy kill it but it's not going to be painless for that creature that oh, creature no. is not going to go down without a fight helping one is fair however as you pointed out there are so many more we need to focus on the more rather than the one needs of the many <laughs> okay let's try and get past this quickly as we can i'll try not to get its attention okay um i am going to need stealth checks from everyone this time yes you can use guidance because this is just to try and get get past it Gaffer, get, yes Gaffer will have a d4 dear oh oh Ooh, please bear with Oh, come on. These puns are unbearable. Oh. Oh, let's try and keep it yogi. Yeah, low key. Yeah, and we're trying to stealth right now. Boo, boo. Well played. Anyway. Come on. Oh. This, is just, this, is, this is just too grisly. The next 17. The next one gets minus inspiration. Unless it's um, so 17. Yep. Challenge mode. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I did a good thing. Uh, what do I get to add for inspiration? Is it a D4? I believe so. No, it's, it's guidance, mate, not inspiration. Yeah. Oh, D4, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, do we have a D4? Oh, wait. No, 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 no you, no, just no. him. Oh, You're just, just him because he's a klutz. Okay. <laughs> 18. Ooh. Nice. Everyone else? Just let me get 21. 18. Yeah. <laughs> 16. 16. And Runt? 17. Okay. Let me just. Holy shit. Is Gavril not the lowest roller this time? <laughs> oh, my other roll was an at 20. I didn't get to count that. Oh. oh. Why not? Because uh, I'm at disadvantage for South Trex. Oh, you are. Yeah, because of being in uh, armor. Yeah. Big heavy yeah, I always fail self checks. It's not his fault, it's just that he's done. Oh, let's. Okay, that's fine. I'm just seeing if they notice. Sorry, tech issues again. As always. Uh, okay. Ooh, okay. So you you make your way through, and yeah, you can see that this bear just as you you have to get a little bit closer. He leads you very quietly closer, and you can see he points off. And you see just to the to the east is a slight. Kind of like game trail, but like smaller game trail, which is why it's you have to be very careful. Um, and you slowly make your way through there, and the bear doesn't seem to 
notice you. It's too busy again. It seems it's almost like beating its claws against a rock and getting very angry. Like this thing is definitely distressed. But you make your way through. None of you seem to get his attention. And you just pass the little stream where it gets. Oh, can I get any marching order for this as well? Sorry. Uh, Ron, me. I'm going last. Yes, please. That sounds good. Yeah. Okay, so Runt, you, Kaya. Okay. So you're doing this and you're kind of looking and Silona kind of takes the, the rear after he points the path and lets you go ahead so he can keep an eye on the on the bear and the things as you go past. Runt, you're walking, you're being super, you're actually being super quiet. You walk and you bump into um, a tree. You don't make any sound, but you bump. You kind of look up. And it's not a tree. Just kind of standing there, your height, maybe a little bit taller, is what looks like a man in kind of leather armor with makeshift, what look like bones, kind of, do you know, like scale mail plating, um, like half plate kind of thing, but made of bone plating from like skulls or shells or things like that. And he's holding what looks like a four pronged kind of fork in one hand. Its face is completely pale, completely bald. There's scars all the way up and down his face. And he looks at you with this grin, his teeth pointed sharp, like almost like um like needle sharp. And his eyes are completely clouded over. He just looks at you and just Hello there. Can everyone roll for initiative? Bother. I was just gonna go, Daddy! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kelsey Freeze, what is it? Right. This is what I need to fist for. Yay! Apparently, I've had my one good roll for the session. Oh no! And I sort of like stick to sort of like typicalness. Can't be as good as mine. I don't know. We'll see in a minute. <laughs> right, I'm just going to move this so we can actually see our characters, and then I'll uh, get initiative from you all. I'll go at the back with six. <laughs> okay. Alright, you them from Oh, apparently not. Oh dear. Oh dear, oh dear. Alright, apparently I'm one of the Chuckle Brothers. Yeah. I'm trying to be one of them now. Oh, dude, why? <laughs> so, you got, you got. Oh, that's disappeared. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. So, you got a six, Gabriel. I got a six. Okay. Mercy. <gasps> Two. Two. Okay. No, three. Two. Um, yeah. No, no, I'm not a twat. No. Well... I'm a bitch. I'm not a twat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Five. Five. Oh, I did not expect to be faster than any of you. Run. 80. 28. Okay. Left. <laughs> 
Okay, well, we'll try and get some good drinks because sadly Run does have to leave us uh, in about 15 minutes. But I didn't, well, one, because of how things went, but also because I didn't want him to like, leave without getting to punch something. So we'll do some of the combat anyway. Although we've lost his sound. I assume that you remember all of his I'm so sorry. You left us on mute. <laughs> I left you on mute. Rude. Sorry. Right. I could have left you on red. Could be worse. Shocking. Or you could have just said, okay. Oh, thank you for putting some combat in. No one gets hit. <laughs> well, the combat was already there. It just depended on... Well, it depended on stealth rock, like... This guy, for his perception, rolled a 15. Ooh. So just beat your stealth roll of a 14. So it is. So what was your running order? It was Runt first. It was Runt, Gavriel. Me, Kaya, then Mercy. Yeah, Kaya, Mercy. Couldn't remember which RNG to You're here. Mercy's at the back. Mercy is at the back. Well, technically, Solanus is at the back. Uh, you're not here right now. You managed to get away from that. Oh, don't know what's happening with that. Cloud fight. I will try and sort cloud fight. I will try and sort that out in the break if it keeps going. Fine. Uh, Mercy at back. Try it. Here, behind the screen. She's, she rolled really well on herself, apparently. She didn't feel bad. Hmm. Yeah. And so you got good job, Cap Initiative. And then run face to face with this fella. Who uh, mostly looked like. You need to swap the two players in the middle of the body. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is the guy. Yay. Oh, daddy. Hello. He looks like a friendly type. Yeah, I'm sure it's fine. You just roll initiative for conversations, right? Yeah, sure. Okay. So, Runt, it is your turn in the clouds. Yeah. Don't know why I keep doing that. Oh, I know why. Maybe put it on loop. With this wonderful Dynamic Dungeons video map, don't forget to put it on loop so when the video ends, it doesn't disappear. <laughs> what would you like to do? Yeah, it is you first. Remember to use um, Well, I have most of Rump's so just because he's fast and all at the beginning, he'll still be fighting. He blows uh, his load at the start, that's shocking. Can I try and talk to him? <laughs> you can try. <laughs> like... Hi there, what brings you down to the woods today? <laughs> Did threaten. That was funny. Um, that was your, I'll say that is your bonus action. Normally it'd be a free action, but for the terrible pun, you had to put some effort in. So that's a bonus action. He just looks at you uh, and keeps smiling at you. So he's he's clearly antagonistic. He's clearly. All right, I'm gonna. I'm, I'll, I'll hit him. Why why would I do anything else? I'm gonna hit him. Spirit of Spirit of vengeance. So that's plus. So seventeen. 
Seventeen. Just hit. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So that's one d eight plus four. So that's thirteen points of damage. Okay. Uh, Spear of Vengeance is magical. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, put the wrong modifier on. No, mind. Uh, 12. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, you pull out the spear and slice at him. Then he, kind of taken off guard by your terrible pun, leans back and takes a step back. Doesn't quite dodge a slash to your chest, to his chest as you do so. And he leaves kind of, like, it rends the bones and some of the... Some of it splinters off, and he just looks back, still smiling at you. Uh, oh, and I use my bonus action. I use my bonus action, so I can't do anything else. Okay. Uh, it is. Oh. Never mind. Go. Continue. <laughs> it is now Silanos's go. Five. Five thirty. Get to here, and. He moves so quickly, he moves the map. And he will fire his bow at him. If I can find there. Which hits. So yeah, you see, you don't really even see him move because he's back and he's a stealthy, stealthy boy. He moves and fires and you just see this arrow appear, like almost out of nowhere, one of those oversized arrows in the shoulder of this guy. Um, and as you see it go in, it digs in, it doesn't go all the way through, but the guy kind of looks at it and just snaps it off. And from the wound, it's just kind of like green liquid, kind of almost trickled out a little bit. Um, from, you're not sure whether it's from him or from the arrow. Uh, Gabriel, on your awesome initiative, is now your. Oh no, it's not. It is this fella's go. So looking at you, he draws back his um, quadrant. I don't know, like pitchfork thing. I don't know what you call it. Um, and roars into your face like full-on guttural roar. And you look as he does so, almost like that scene from the Mummy. Um, his like jaw stretches as you keep roaring, and this horrible, horrible um, stench comes out of it. Make a Constitution saving throw for me. Just uh, actually, Runt and Gabriel. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> Sorry, is that me as well as Runt? Yeah. And it's con saving throw. Okay. So plus two come. Cool. Uh, Twelve. That's not good. Twelve. Okay. Yeah, I've got eleven. Okay, you are. You both disengage you and you try and turn your face, but this, his breath is so awful. You kind of gag and retch at it, and for the next turn, you are both poisoned. He's then going to take a wipe at you like his eyes. Although they glazed over, they seem like bloodshot. 
from the amount, like almost like he popped a blood vessel from screaming. As he goes, the damage he took already, so he can go absolutely berserk. And roll, and he takes the trident in one hand and stabs at you. Uh, not trident, quadrant, that's your thing. Does a. Bad, I'm doing an awful thing. 24, I assume, hits you. Runt. Me. Yeah, oh, him. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, wrong dice. Don't worry, I'm not rolling all of these that you can hear spilling out. Just most of them. I'm sure you guys will be fine. Mm. You say that. Well, I've got to kill Runt before he leaves, so I'll make this quick. Oh. Uh, you take. 15 points of piercing damage. Whoa. Yep. And then he takes his hand and he literally just clocks you across the face as he's impaling you with a 17. Does that hit? Uh, Yes, that will hit. Okay, so he clocks you and does another five points of bludgeoning damage. Because he literally just with this huge meaty fist, it feels like a like a sledgehammer or a grunt has just hit you across the jaw, and without so much like fur padding, you definitely feel it this time. <laughs> For those of you that have forgotten about his haircut, it's starts to come back like it's stubble fur. But yeah, and it clocks you for another five points, which aren't reduced because you're not raging. Poison, yeah. Poison just means that your attacks are at disadvantage, um, but it's only one turn while you gag and wretch. Now it is Gabriel's turn. You see this thing just like you've never seen anyone punch out Runt before. It's well, he's conscious. It definitely like. He's doing that thing that, like, balls do when you confuse them in the ring. He's, like, looking Um, I assume that big-ass bear is well past us. Uh, Would we... You can make a perception check for me. Make a bonus action to look up. Oh, uh, well... Just because because of where you are, to look back, you'd have to look back over friends and things like Uh, that. So I had a 16. 16. You can see uh, it's not where it was. Cool. Um, like, cool. you don't know if it ran away after hearing the berserk scream or if it's nearby, but it's not where you saw it. Okay. Um, this is going to be fun, then. Uh, can I use a compelled duel on him? So I'm going to... Downgrade my action into a bonus action. Okay, what? Uh, so it's a wisdom save of Do you 12. think this is a bonus action or an action? You've still got your action. Yeah, but I, I need to downgrade my action to a bonus action in order to use this spell. Because I, I can only get one bonus action. Don't yeah. I? Uh, you only get one bonus action, then you get an action. You, sadly, if something says it's a bonus action in fifth ed, it's just a bonus action. You can't. Turn oh, it. I, I literally can't use my main action. Yeah, to do it that. says what type of thing it is, so you can use just anything that says action. Sadly. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah, fifth ed hmm. makes things a little more simplistic by just going. You can use what it's labelled as, and that is it. Uh, that's unfortunate. Um. 
much rules out any of the spells I actually want to be using. Uh, uh, fine, uh, we're just gonna... Uh, am I... 20 foot from him? Uh, 10. Oh, three, three tiles? Two tiles? Two tiles, because it's just um, runs in between you and him. There's no tiles on this, so I'm judging it by size of people. Right, okay. Um, cool, uh, I'm just going to step up to the side then and try and stab him uh, with the uh, lance. Go for it. Are you, so you're using your lance, not your trident? Uh, yes. Okay. So are you stepping more here then, so you're not within five feet of him? Uh, yeah, just round to that side. Okay, to be fair, you could stay where you are because you can go through allies if you wanted to. Not literally through allies, although you could. I was going to yeah. say, I'm, I'm a bit sore at the moment. Just round the side, kind okay. of lift your arm up a bit. Okay, uh, I'd say we're at disadvantage on these. Just, yeah, just for this turn because Sivia's still kind of shaking off like the rancid, like supernaturally rancid breath. This isn't normal. Cool. Yeah, that's not going to hit. What did you roll? Uh, nine. Nine. Uh, just hit. Uh, sure. Okay. Well, not question that. Uh, cool. Uh, and then we'll burn a... This thing is big, um, and the armour doesn't... It isn't really doing much. It's brittle. Like, when you, you saw when Run sliced at it... It didn't just knock bit plates bone plating off. It literally shattered as it hit it. You know, like bits of seashell wood, but this is bone, like maybe like really old to the point of not actually doing much. Twelve and six radiant. Okay. Um you stab into it. Um, and hit it straight in the gut. As you do so, you see you have to push more than you thought, and so the actual act of stabbing into it doesn't seem to be doing as much as you thought it would, like the actual physical damage. Where, but then your lance grows with radiant da- glows with radiant damage and kind of burns where you did manage to penetrate, and it kind of screams a little bit in pain. Okay. Okay, is that your that everything? Yep, that's everything I can do at the moment. Okay, Kaya, it's your turn. I am going to do a slightly daft thing and I I want to go up next to Ront on his left. Uh yes, you can just you can definitely do that. So here. Yeah. Um, am I within hitting distance of this yeah. annoying thing? If you're there, you are his. Yeah, you're within his square, basically. Right. Like um, around him. Then, as my bonus action, I'm going to cast Healing Word on Runt. Yeah. yeah. So that's. A lovely seven health back to Runt. And then I'm going to uh, stab at this thing with my rapier. Okay, go for it. 
22 to hit. 22 definitely hits. Yay! For six damage. Okay. Again, you moving quickly with your rapier, and you you get him right in the side of the neck. But as you do so, it penetrates maybe an inch, but then the rapier bends. Like it do, again, it doesn't seem to be physical yeah. damage. Doesn't seem to be doing as much to him as you would normally expect. Okay, is that your turn? That's my turn. Okay, mercy. Did I notice the impact that the uh, divine smite had? Uh, from where you are, well, it's a divine glow. So yeah, you saw it glow and you heard him scream. There, there was more of a reaction than just smacking the crap out. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to edge. I want to uh, I want to come slightly downward, but still be within walking distance of everybody else, just in case crap hits the fan. So I want to stay within 20 feet of Runt, just uh, in case. 5, 10, 15, 20. So yeah, you can do that about here. Okay, as long as I'm not really in the... Um, in What's-his-face's way? Um, Ranger boy. Well, again, you can fire through allies. It's just a yeah, 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 I know. It's just, it's just aesthetic. Yeah. Um, fine. Um, I'm going to lift up Benedict and say, you're the only true spiky bitch around here, and I'm going to lob a guiding bolt at it. Okay, roll for attack. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Natural 20! Sweet. Uh, roll. Oh. Yeah, as you kind of do this, as you lift it up, um, Benedicta starts to glow that arcane purple light. And then you kind of give it, you give a bit of a bit of sass on it, give it a flick, and this bolt of purple energy goes like around um, Gabriel one way and around the other, and hits this thing square between the eyes. Oh, it's like it's, it's like you know, um, oh, what, what's that film with James McAvoy where he bends oh, the bullet? Around? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> so we're, uh, we're doubling dice, correct? Double dice, then add your modifier. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's no modifier. No, there's no modifier to this. It's just straight dice. Also, thank you for following Defect 303. Right, that's 30 points of radiant damage, and the next against will have advantage. So yeah, this thing snaps its head back, and it kind of like has to physically grab its head and you can hear it crack as it comes back and there is like all across its face um almost in in a splash pattern what looks like burns like it gets it just misses one eye and comes all the way down in the middle of his face where this hit him square there and he's looking yeah he's he didn't appreciate that no but i certainly did and then you, <laughs> as you as he kind of recovers as he's doing that it starts to he starts to slowly like glow around him in this arcane purple light so your next attack has advantage that's your guiding bolt it's not anything don't panic i saw your face <laughs> uh, i was like it's like oh he's doing some funky shit oh. <laughs> okay uh let me just okay 
Don't worry about it. Uh, Runt, do you want to do your last thing before you have to go? Yeah, I do. Um, I want to rage for a yeah, start. Boy. That is <laughs> yeah. that is both safe and legit. Yeah. Um, oh, can I use my... Seeing as I've now changed paths, given the new content, can I use my heroic present? You can, yeah. So, as a new Path of the Hero barbarian... Uh, he has some different mm. abilities than before. It is from the Arcadia supplement, which is trying out a few of the things that I've managed to find. So, Heroic Presence is myself and friendly creatures within 30 feet so, yeah. gain temporary hit points equal to my proficiency and strength. Ooh. So, so, everyone gets plus five. Watch that. Temporary what? Hit, temporary hit points. Yep. Yeah. Sadly, Silanos is out of range, but I. You know, the people that you care about, I guess. Um, yeah, you kind of... You stand up, and with this thing kind of still in you, you grab a hold of it, push it out, and then as you lift it up, you kind of flex at the same time and let out, like, a very loud bovine howl. You, is that a, an action or a bonus action? Uh, that's a bonus action. Okay, so you can oh. do that but not rage. Oh... Oh, but I have to be raging to do it. So I'll just rage. Okay, Never mind. So everyone, you lose those hit points, but I'll assume that's what, I'll assume that's what you want to do next turn. That is indeed. Um, now I'm raging. Am I still disadvantaged on my attack against him? Uh, if you use... Well, no, because the next attack on him has advantage, so it'd just be a straight roll. Oh, sweet. But yeah, uh, All right. Raging no, doesn't I'm get rid roll. of poison. It just gets rid of... I think one of the subclasses it gets rid of frightened, but not this one. So yeah, you would normally you would be, but because of Mercy's um, Angelina Jolie impression, you would have advantage normally. So it's just a straight roll. Right. Well, I roll to attack, and uh, I'm sorry, man. Yeah, that's fine. Go for it. Cool. Um, so that's. Double dice, so... Yep, double dice then, and the modifier. That's so many natural 20s. Hey, it's not often I get them, so I'm making the most of it. No, I mean, it happens, because these guys get them too. So that's... Okay, um, I'm balancing out the average. <laughs> 14. <laughs> yeah, but I get to guide you, so it's all right. 14 plus 4 fire damage. Uh, yep. Uh, your spear's magical, though, isn't it, sir? Yes. Okay. And that is going to be my turn done. And on that note, I'm going to have to bounce out, guys. Okay. So just before that, um, bye as bye. you do that, you you still grab it, and you kind of the your eyes go almost like a red haze, and you let oh, steam almost comes out of your nostrils. And you don't even pull the quadrant out. You just grab your spear and in, kind of mirror impale him in the same place. And again, it kind of cauterizes from the fiery rage of Ares. And then you lift it out and just kind of laugh at him. Um, he's looking really rough. And yeah. So we will say goodbye to Dan. We will also, I think, go for a quick break there as well. Because uh, it seems a good time to do so. When also, because then I'm going to have to do some techie stuff to get rid of his... Things go a bit weird when someone leaves. But yeah. I can... Yeah, we'll talk about it. No, so. Don't worry, I'll be able to sort it. But yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll be back in almost literally 10 minutes. So yeah, please don't go far. Just, you know, get a drink. <laughs>
toilet, cigarette, whatever you need to do. And yeah, we will be back here in, well, most of us will be back here in 10 minutes and hopefully we'll have Dan back for a full session next time. If not, uh, keep an eye on social media. Um, we'll find his replacement. Don't worry. Oh, shit. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, yeah, I don't think, I think we'd lose a lot of viewers if we didn't have. If, if not, just watch for the uh, the newspapers for issues of arson occurring. <laughs> yeah. yeah, thanks. So for... It's okay, we'll make sure you're free. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for joining us when you can. Um, and thank you everyone that's watching. Yeah, we will be back here in about 10 minutes. Bye. <laughs> And welcome back. Uh, most of us are back anyway. Sadly, like I say, Ruben has to have to leave us, but he's in good hands with me, I'm sure. Right, last we before the break, after a brief wedding ceremony and some sort of marking ceremony to go with it, Solanos led you deeper into the forest to try and find the root of this corruption that was happening to some of the creatures that lived there. You managed to come across a bear of some sort, that's again seemed very wrong like its claws seemed overgrown it seemed in distress um but you couldn't tell much more than that you tried to sneak past it rather than face it because it wasn't what you were here for but as you did so what you didn't realize that there was some thing or someone else waiting um in the outskirts across one of the trails upon reaching this thing it just attacked you and you are now fighting whatever this person is Runt just delivered a very big blow to it, and it seems in trouble. Um, and so now it is Silanos' turn, so we will get right back into it. So he, seeing this thing, is going to try and take another shot at it. Uh, oh, jeez. Um, sadly, he draws, and he can he, he kind of draws his bow. Just as he's about to release, he looks behind him, lets go. Um, at, and it just like, like goes past the shoulder, like narrowly missing um, Runt's intact horn, but completely misses and flies off into the forest somewhere. It is now the person's turn. Uh, you see, as he kind of he kind of tenses his muscles and roars again. And you can see some of the wounds that have been inflicted upon it. Like the wounds start to very slowly, but still, um, knit together um, as some of the damage seems to be reversed. <laughs> On that, it is going to take a, another shot at Runt, who is the one that just dealt it a heck of a ton of damage. So it lifts his quadrant again and goes to drive it straight at Gabriel, who didn't reckless attack because he didn't need to, so it's just straight roll. But will completely miss, I'm assuming, with a, a 11. Uh, Runt just kind of parries, parries the blow with his spear as he does so, and this thing again takes his other arm and tries to just downward strike onto Gabriel's out, uh, Gabriel Runt's outstretched arm, <laughs> which will hit with a 21. And does five damage reduced to two. Um, I don't know what health he's on right now. If anyone's on D&D Beyond and want to have a look for me. Okay. Just to confirm that's on run. That's on run, yeah. I don't know why I keep holding cool. you two up. Is he still here? True. Right. I will just check. Um, in, I will check what health he's on while we're doing this. Don't worry. I won't stop the action for now. But it is now 
Gabriel's turn. Awesome. Um, I think it's fairly well established and understood at this point that this thing needs magical damage to hurt it very visibly. You assume like normal damage doesn't seem to be doing much. That's thing. fine. I'm not metagaming then by just dropping my lance and pulling my trident out to stab it. No, uh, I think it's is it an action or a bonus action to switch weapons? You can actually um, draw it as part. You, you, you can more or less draw a weapon as part of an action to attack. You think? Yeah, that's absolutely fine then. Just making sure. I, d- I know I've uh, taken away your bonus action once already. I just want to cool. Uh, I'm going to have to step in a bit closer to get range on it then. Okay, yeah, you step into fighting distance. Stab in range. <laughs> this be my stab in hand. Um, and I'm also going to uh, use my bonus action to call a vow of enmity on the uh, other bald dude. Um, uh, so what does? So he's on twenty-one down to nineteen. Uh, actually, I could do it via D and D Beyond, I believe. Uh, what does vow of enmity do? I just need to check something. It gives me advantage on all attack rolls for one minute or until that creature drops to zero hit points or falls unconscious. Does it affect... Mm. Uh, oh, there's no saving throw for him or anything. Nope. That's fine, then. I mean, it would have been fine anyway, I'm sure. Kill. I'm going to do a stab. You go do a heckin' stab. Uh, that'll do a lot nicer. Yep. Uh, ah. 19? 19 damage. Uh, I don't want to say how do you want to do this, but how do you want to do this? But you just did. I did, yeah. I did, yeah. I think I, yeah, I thought it was 19 to hit, but never mind. Oh, is that 19 to hit? Sorry. Uh, yeah, sorry, 19 to hit. Okay, roll for damage. You don't know how much your health it has. You'd be... Uh, using the uh, holy strike as well. Uh, yep. Div- Divine smite. Uh, yep, that one. Uh, da- 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 that is ten damage in total. Uh, ten damage is. Uh, wait, hang on. Eight radiant. No, eight magical, two radiant. Okay. Well. Uh... Yeah, you stab at it with your trident right in his exposed side as he punched down. You kind of get him under the arm, and unlike before, you manage to you go in with the full force. And it doesn't seem to be as resistant as it takes that. Da- it is still standing. Cool. Um, he kind of roars in pain as you do so. Uh, Kaya, it's your turn. Is his weapon metal? Uh, the end of it is. Mm. Like the, the pronged part of it. Is yeah, the, the, the pronged part. Well, right. We'll leave that for another time then. I... Uh, I'm going to start yelling at it. Okay. You are a useless piece of absolutely no good. Whatever it is you are, and you stink to high heaven, and I cast Vicious Mockery at it. Oh, that might be it. Wisdom save, please. Wisdom save. Okay. What is the DC on that? 13. Okay. 
Okay, it's rolled a yep, yeah, it rolled a nineteen. So as you say yeah. that, you kind of you see that you say this out and you kind of see the almost like visibly see the sound waves as they go out when you cast those sorts of spells that accompanies it. Um, yeah. it almost moves around him. Like, do you know, like you see the wind chambers, yeah. the dynamic things. It kind of just moves around him. It doesn't even hit him. Like it doesn't seem to. Mm. It seems to be somehow resisting your yeah. magic. I don't like you. I mean, he still looks visibly like he looks a little. Hurt. Yeah, and I, I'm actually sort of like going to just like move behind Runt slightly as well. You will leave his attack range if you do so. so. In that case, I will stay where I am. Okay. And I'm going to call that as my action. Okay. Mercy, your tone. Right, I will edge about ten feet closer, just for the sake of sure. Yeah, that is fine by me. Um, this is this is almost a futile ever because you seem to resist every single time I do this. But I'm gonna hold out Benedict and ring the bell once more. We'll, we'll try the toll the dead. Toll the dead. That's con save, I believe. Wisdom. Wisdom again. Uh oh, it rolled a nine and a four, so nine. Yay! It worked. Yay! Yay. So that's two d twelve. One D twelve. We're not level five yet. Oh, of course. One D. Oh, yeah. It goes from D. Yeah. You know you. Yes, it can. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Can trips and shit. Yeah. Um. <laughs> that will be ten necrotic damage. Uh, how do you want to do it? Um. I would very much like the ringing of the bell to pretty much rattle his brains, and he slowly bleeds from all the appropriate orifices in his skull. Okay. Yeah, you do so. He kind of he roars at Kaya as she does this, but then the roar kind of stops dead in its tracks, and he looks and begins visibly shaking as blood starts to come out of his eyes and his nose, and he coughs. What might be a lung, you know, but something coughs out, and he just falls to his knees. Uh, how much damage was that? Sorry, no, no, uh, ten. Ten. Okay. Um, he falls to his knees, and this is about to hit the floor. He kind of puts his hand down and just looks up, still alive. And kind of, he looks on death's door, but just at that last moment, he kind of managed to bring himself back from the brink and stares across the way at you, rage in his eyes. I will equally match his glare. Okay. Uh, yep, okay. So, as this happens, you see, you hear a yell as Silenos shouts out to the rest of you as what seemed to distract him was... if I can find it. It was a bear. It might have been a bear, yeah. Not that it's going to be a bear. <laughs> Like, Different bear. It could be a lion or a tiger or a bear. Oh my! Be a bear. There it is. Only in Kenya. Azarenya. <clears throat> no. Comes charging no. through. This, not that big, but still quite big. <laughs> Comes charging through. Comes straight, straight at Selenos. 
as it seems to have, from all the commotion that's been going on, it did seem to hear you and decided to fight rather than flight in its instinct. And it takes two swipes at Solanos. Uh, one of it, he dodges to the side of one of them, and you can see as this thing swipes at the ground, it literally brings up like a good few inches of dirt with it, and the dust comes up, which kind of gets in his eyes as the other claw comes around and hits him straight in the side. Dealing him some damage. Okay. And then as that as he's kind of reeling from that impact, it snaps forward with its jaws and attempts to bite him. But um at this kind of gets his composure back and catches the jaws in his bow and kind of holds it back as it bit oh, as it bears down on him. <laughs> Sorry, that wasn't even on purpose. And he's currently wrestling with this bear. Uh, and it is Runt's turn. Runt uh, will do, as his bonus action, will kind of pound his chest in his baritone voice. Just, come on, we've clearly got this. And all of you gain five temporary hit points as he uses his Path of the Hero trait. Oh. And with his action, I'm so glad I have D&D Beyond, everybody, because it does things and stuff. Dandy beyond. It's amazing. Ah, goes to stab forward at him, and as on his actually he's prone, so he get it advantage. Okay, never mind. Uh, apparently, only Runt can, only Dan can roll high when controlling Runt. Stabs down at this creature, this creature who just literally catches the spear, maybe a hair's breadth away from his face, and just keep just growls at him again. Solanos, uh, in this thing, will move aside, drop his bow, um, and pulls out a dagger and attempt to stab uh, the bear. Not with a two, he won't. Uh, he go well. What he does, he does stab at the bear, but this thing it literally glances off the side of it. It doesn't even leave a mark. It kind of just glances straight off the the hide of this bear as he's still kind of not technically grappling with it, but still fighting like in close quarters. Agonaut uses half his movement. He stands up and as he does so you hear bones breaking and cracking as they, as he almost mend back in place and he wipes his nose, looks at the blood, looks at you, Mercy, and goes berserk and decides to charge at you. So both, actually, all three of you, actually, Runt and Kaya, he's still technically within your, he stays within your range, but Runt and Kaya get attacks of opportunity as he runs past straight at Mercy. Yeah, it's not going to do much damage, but... Runt. Jeez. 16. 16 hits. Runt, again, he goes to try and jab forward, but kind of stumbles and his spear kind of hits the floor and he holds himself up as he moves out of the way. It catches him off guard as he's putting his force into the thrust of the sphere. Spear, but as he does so, you manage to slash out with the rapier. 
for the maximum damage I can do of 10. 10. Okay. Uh, as you do so, actually, uh, no, you do so and it leaves a, actually a big gash on his back and he cries out as he does so. It doesn't seem to notice you as much, but just cries out in pain as he's got like fro- literally froth coming out of his mouth right now. As he takes a swing at you, Mercy. Sure, why not? Does an... Cutting words. Does it... uh, Is that your reaction, is it? Yes. Uh, He doesn't make a save at all, he just takes it away, doesn't it? Yeah, it's... uh, He does... Bardic D6. Uh, Four comes off of it. Okay, so a 14, I assume, would not hit. It will miss. Okay, he goes out, and just at the last, as he's driving down, he doesn't so much hear the words, but the force... I told you, you smell! (laughs) Those cutting words kind of almost buff it slightly, (laughs) and it comes off course as it's not looking where it's going, it's just running and rampaging, it almost stumbles, and you manage to get your shield up just in time in that brief moment, and it kind of cracks across um, his weapon. As he does so, he literally turn it into a spin and with his arm outstretched just tries to cold cock you across the face does a 17 hit 16 sorry that is a miss okay but again he does so and you kind of just bring your shield up again and just slam it and catches the fist it rings loudly and it you think it probably left might may have left a dent in the shield but you managed to stop the blow gabriel big strong boy can I reach the bear without printing? Mm, 30? Yeah. Yeah, you could get there. You would get an... Uh, this guy would get an attack of opportunity. Okay, I'm cool with that. Okay. In that case, I want to beeline to him. Okay, I'll he... take my licks off uh, Yep, he'll take his swing with his pitchfork thing. I don't know what the name of it is. Uh, does a 15 hit? No. But yeah, you're just... Again, shields are just his enemy. Um, you don't have a shield, don't you? Uh, I've got a shield, yeah. Yeah, he swings out and you just it just glances off of your shield and just makes like a, a nails on a chalkboard noise as it scrapes past. And you beeline it to the bear. As you get closer cool. to him, you look. And his fur, while it's, it looks almost like it has a metallic sheen to it, like each of the hairs looks almost like tiny wire. Still brown, still looks like a bear, but the texture of the of the hide looks different. Alright. Um as I'm belting over to it, I want to shout to I can't remember our guide's name, um, but just to back away from it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to abjure enemy on it. Uh, okay, what does that do? Creature within 60 foot, wisdom saving throw on a 12. If it fails saving throw, its speed is reduced to zero. Okay. And it can't benefit from bonuses to its speed. Well, that is a natural one. Uh, so, yeah, you you reach out um, with your shielded hand, and this thing, time almost slows a little bit around it, and its feet seem to kind of sag. It doesn't go prone, but it just seems heavier. Um and on Solanus's turn, he may or may not do as you told him to. Cool. Um, so that will last for uh, one minute. Okay. Or until that creature takes any damage. Oh, okay. 
Are you you still have an action, I assume, if that's bonus? Uh, oh, I've still got bonus action. Um, do, 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 do. Uh, I'm also then going to. Do, 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 do. It depends if that. What's it called? Valve enmity on it. Uh, if are they count? Do they count as abilities or spells? Uh, they're channel divinity. Okay, that's fine. Just if it. How many channel divinities do you get? Uh, channel divinities don't say anything about being a spell. No, no. I mean, how many channel divinities can you do per rest? Uh, nothing says I can't do multiples of them. Um, but if I can't, you can, that's no, fine. you can do multiples, but you normally have a set amount per rest. And I know you've used one already, so it depends if you have enough to do. <laughs> nothing on them says there's limited usage to them. Okay, that's absolutely on, on either of them. We'll um, check that another time, but for now, that's fine. So yeah, so uh, yeah. Sorry. Advantage on your next strike. Uh, well, I've got advantage on it until until the bow goes away. Yeah, no worries. Okay, uh, is that? I think that's everything. Bonus action. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah, it is your turn. I'm going to peek around from the other side of Runt. Mm-hmm. Look at Bone Boy, and I'm going to cast Dissonant Whispers. Sort of okay. roses are red. Honey is sweet. We can't stand you. But he'll knock you off your feet. So, oh, here we go. Now he's trying to remember precisely. Um, So I need a wisdom saving throw, please. Okay. And what's the DC on that? 13. Uh, He gets, again, I think it was the exact same roll. He rolled a 17 and a 19. So yeah, again, it, com- it reaches out, but much like and it before, just goes just goes completely around him. Like Mercy, you feel like the, the you just hear like whispers, like almost ethereal whispers pass you by as this happens, but he does not react at all. Hmm. Then, as my bonus action, I am going to inspire Mercy. It's like, you can do this. This is good. You're fine. Persephone will guide you. She'll guide your hand. Okay. And that's a D6. D6. Check saves for the next 10 minutes. Yep. Yay. And uh, are you staying where you are? Yeah, I'm staying hiding behind Runt. Yep, that is fair. It is your go then, Mercy. Cool. Um, is he equal, same height as me, or anything like that? He's a, is he a big boy. As, he's about the same size as Runt. So. That's who. Sorry, I lost you. Runt. Oh, so just a tiny bit taller. Cool. I'm just gonna just I'm just gonna just dead eye him straight in the face and say, "Oh, you think you are just so disgustingly evil? Oh, you have seen absolutely nothing." Yet, I'm going to unleash my necrotic shroud. Okay. Uh, for those of you, what you see next is, as Mercy's talking, it almost seems like light around her is being absorbed until a shadow kind of appears around her space, like the sun's just gone behind a cloud, and then it erupts, and you hear a cracking and a tearing as two dark, dark purple spectral wings appear from Mercy's back that look almost skeletal. skeletal. Yeah, I got you. 
uh, looks skeletal <laughs> in nature. There's no feather. It is just the bone structure of these wings that kind of move out in an almost wounded bird fashion as they spread, and the, you can you can hear them cracking and popping as they spread out. And he has to make a wisdom save, I believe, or be frightened. It is a uh, it is a charisma save. Charisma save. I do apologize. It's okay. That's even worse. Ooh, okay, he rolled a nine and a natural 20. That's fair enough. So, yeah, in his berserk state, again, you feel this come out and the, the, the darkness kind of erupts out like a visible wave as you do this. But again, it kind of almost moves around him, trying to avoid him, and he's just still frothing at the mouth, eyes like glazed over and bloodshot. Well, that's fair enough, because he thinks he's all smart and clever, but I still have a bonus action. So I would like to uh, say, oh, it's not just me. I have a friend. I'm going to summon Spectral Benedict behind him. I thought you might. (laughs) So you do, as you do that, again, he doesn't even register what you're saying. You're not sure he understands speech anymore, as he goes completely berserk. But from behind him, that dark energy that sur- that moved around him coalesces and swirls like a tornado and turns into the spectral shape of Benedictus that then swings and tries to <laughs> clock him on the head. Roll for attack for Benedictus. Hi, honey. Say hello. I'm going to use the... No, I'm not. because I'm pr- No, because I think I'm pretty good regardless. Um, 17. 17 definitely hits. No, that's fine then. Excuse me, sorry. That's all right. I'm slow as anything today, so. But buttons and shit. Um, buttons, buttons. Who's got the buttons? So we cast that. Oh, there we go. So that is going to be ten bludgeoning, three necrotic because of the necrotic shroud. Okay. Uh, again, he it clocks him straight on the floor, and that was almost a natural twenty. Then it turned into a two. So you do Yay. so, and you he's on the floor prone again, and he tries to get up. So you just kind of twist your hand, and Benedictus just keeps hitting him and hitting him and hitting him, and he drives into the floor and just becomes a, just this horrible mess of broken bones, and you can just you can hear, like, rasping breaths, but he is out of this fight. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you want to say something? No? Okay, shut up then. Okay. Um, Luke, uh, Channel Divinity, I've definitely cheated, um, so I only get one Channel Divinity of any kind per short rest or long okay. rest. Well, um, and I've now just used it three times. So, do you want to discount the two Channel Divinities I tried to use, and I'll just run over in front of the bear? Yeah, no worries. Well, it does. It so it it can still move and things. Yeah, it hasn't changed yet, so it's not too bad. Yeah. So don't worry about that. Uh, and I take it that's your turn, Mercy. You're not going to want to move. Well, he's now like pretty much out of this fight. I don't think she heard me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, It is the bear's turn. He, uh, seeing you um, charge in at him, he's going to try and bite. He's going to try and bite you first. Not with that, he isn't. 
with a ten. No, I didn't think so. Um, and at that, he's going to take one claw attack at you as he misses, and you kind of just again get your shield up, and one claw attack at Solanos. So the one at you, he rolled a. That's better for him. A seventeen. Seventeen. Sorry, was that was that on me or on yeah, the? On uh, oh yeah, seventeen doesn't hit. Doesn't hit. Yeah, and he claws at you, and it just rakes across your shield. Um, and there's no, there's nothing magical about your shield, is there? It's just a standard shield. No standard shield. Okay, rakes across it, and you can see like this massive um, rending across it, like where it's taken some some damage. And the one at Solanos, you can hit NPCs. Um, swipes at Solanos, who was still trying to reeling from the last attack. Is like holding his side where it got him. Uh, Takes another hit on the same side and just reels away. And like you can see, this spray of blood just hit your shield um, and across the forest blade from Solanos as he takes a big hit to his to his midsection. Leaves this huge gash in his hide armor and across him, he's like holding and like visibly. He's looking. He's not looking great. He's still in, but he's he's definitely wounded. As this thing just roars. Uh, now it is Runt's turn. Who I believe how much movement does Runt have? Thirty feet. So five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. Who can just get in with the bear? He's probably going to use his ram attack, isn't he? Knowing Runt if, after he's running. We'll try and ram attack the bear. Gore, gore, gore! That's what he normally does. Normally. Which just hits the bear, but as this bear's reared up, it kind of swipes at him as he does so and hits him from the horns and just moves him out of the way. Uh, he can do that as a bonus action, though, I believe. I believe so. Horns, melee attack. It doesn't say it's. Oh, it says it's an action here. So, uh, going rush. You don't have to use dash action. You can make one melee as a bonus. So, no, he can either he can only do one horn attack or thingy a turn. So that's him for now. Uh, Solanos's turn. He is going to take your advice anyway and try and move out of the way of this thing. Uh, it will get an attack of opportunity as he swipes out him as he does so. Uh, uh, just manages to hit him on the back of the leg as he does so and just catches him and as this thing swipes at the back of Solanus's leg you hear him scream out tumble and he just kind of collides with a with a tree and you hear something snap um, as Solanus falls unconscious Uh, he's now dead. Gabriel, it is your turn again. Right, who's now dead? <laughs> he's not dead. He, you see across the way, Solanos has, he's just laid down at a very not okay angle. Um, his eyes closed, um, dead or unconscious. Uh, make a perception check for me, Mercy and Gabriel, because you're close enough. 
18. Okay. 14. 14, okay. Gavril, you're too invested in this huge fuck-off bear that's, that's now taken all of its attention on the two of you. Mercy, you see as you, you hear the snap and you instinctively look and see him. But what you can see is the tattoo on his neck seems to be glowing like a almost like um, a yellowish divine type of light in the shape okay. of the tattoo itself. As soon as you heard okay. the snap, you turned and it's now just perpetually glowing. Okay. Uh, yeah, Gabriel, it's your turn. Uh, cool. Can I can I be within touch range of the unconscious NPC while remaining within the threat range of the bear? Sadly not. There was a five-foot difference in between. Cool. Uh, we'll take an attack opportunity for that one, then. Okay. Does a 21 hit you? Yep. This thing lashes out with one claw and basically takes out the Achilles heel, poetry, of Solanos. He swipes out with the other claw as you goes, go past and just leaves a rend mark right up right at the back of your armor. Again, it just goes straight through your armor like it's, like it's soft cheese. Mm-hmm. You take 15 points of slashing damage. Cool. Um, right. Yep, uh, lay on hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, 15 points even. Okay. So 15 points. You can't do that, and you can you see almost like time reversing, like where his like arm was bent back the wrong way, and his back seemed to be at a funny angle. It kind of snaps back in and moves back into place as he's glowing with that divine light. And just as the last kind of bone snaps into place, you, he just takes a big <gasps> and opens his eyes. Um, looking up at you. As the divine light fades from your lay on hands, you see, and the tattoo on his neck that you now notice was still glowing after the divine light left, slowly fades back to just ink. Awesome. Okay, is that everything for you, sir? Uh, Yep, that's everything. Okay, Kaya, your turn. Um... How far away am I from this bear? As the crow flies, 40 feet. 40 feet. Mm -hmm. I'm... No... Uh, I want to get closer. Okay. Uh, so my... Full 30 or...? Yeah, my full 30. Okay. Um, and then I just want to double check something. And then sort of... I'm going to aim specifically so it only really hits the back end of like the actual bear itself, not hitting anything else. And I'm going to cast Fairy Fire. 
So can I have a deck save, please? You can. Uh, if you're trying it, it's like a 10-foot cube, isn't it? It's a 20-foot cube. Okay. Because uh, so if you're trying to put, like, very exactly place it, can you just make me a an attack roll just to see if you can get it as exact as you want? So, like, just, just your skill in aiming it the right way so it only illuminates... Well, I rolled a 19. Yeah, so you, you've know exactly what to do. You pick a spot and you aim true and this bead of pink um, purple light Fine. hits yeah. and then just but erupts into like glitter and techno. Yeah. What's it, what was its dex throw? Saving throw? Uh, I will make that in a minute for you. So you kind of did it like this. Yeah, basically sort of I oh, yeah, like that. Okay. So just hit that. Yeah. Okay. Look at that cool border. Um, as it erupts, and this thing kind of like some of the motes of light seem to stick to the bear. Um, yeah. And he rolled a natural two. So yeah, and clean it and outline it. Right. So kind of basically, bat them off angrily, not knowing yeah. what they are. Uh, any attack roll against that creature uh, has advantage. Okay. For as for the next minute. Yeah. I know I'm telling everybody else, so they know. Cool. Is that everything for your turn? That's everything that I'm going to do for my turn. Okay. Mercy. Right. First things first, I'm going to move Benedict 20 feet closer. It probably won't be anywhere close, but it's fine. It's only getting closer. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty. You're about fifteen feet, ten feet away. Fifteen feet. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah that's fine. Just moving him closer. That's fine. I want to uh, go up to Gavril. So here. Yeah, and I'll say, stop trying to do my job. Focus on it, and I'm going to cast cure wounds on him. On Gavril. Yeah. Okay. Uh, roll for your cure wounds. Uh, that's nine hit points back. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, just put a hand on his shoulder, like not even looking as light emanates. And well, it doesn't heal the armor. You can see the wound underneath heal back to normal. Most, well, mostly back to normal. It is now the bear's turn. Uh, as Runt is now the only one in range of it, uh, he is going to take a s all three attacks at Runt. Okay, tell him it's not my fault if I kill his character. So with his claws, that's cocked. Uh, so one will hit, one will not. And with its mouth, uh, do we know what what's his armor class? 13 uh, yeah so one claw attack and one and the bite um, hits runt kind of claws into his pectoral muscle and uses that so it, to lunge forward and bite him on the other like shoulder and he takes there they go yeah uh... Okay. 
28 points of damage reduced to 14 because he's raging. Uh, yeah, this thing takes a literal chunk out of Gavriel's shoulder and he screams out in pain. Uh, it almost knocks him prone, but he managed to just hold on. He's got an extra five hit points, thankfully, due to his thing. I assume, again, this time Gavril is runned. Yes, sorry. You, you all look the same to me. Just meat sacks. Um, Ooh. Yeah. So, yeah, but he looks very, very... He looks in trouble. Um, even raging, he looks in trouble. Uh, but it is now his go. So he pushes the bear off and with his spear just levels it and tries to drive it two-handed straight through this bear. Which on a... 12 plus... Is that with advantage, Chris, the fairy fire? Ooh, well, I don't know what that noise was. <laughs> that, that was a 6. Uh, 12 plus... Uh, 6 is just enough. So we managed to, yeah, just as this bear roars back as he pushes him, he uses that to sl- s- drive straight up into the bear's chest. Uh, thank you, Flickat, for subscribing! Uh, six plus four fire damage, so that's that doesn't seem like enough. Oh, one d eight plus four. That's why strength. One d eight plus three plus. Oh, plus one d four. There we are. It's like I'm sure his spear does more damage than that. It's Aries' spear, for goodness' sake. So, does a good chunk of damage to it. And drives straight into the bit and pulls back as the bit lands again, ready to, for its next strike. Before that, though, it is Solanos's turn, who gets up, looks around, uh, and grabs a hold of his bow, which he managed to keep strapped to him, and fires straight at the bear. With advantage. With advantage. Uh, which didn't help sadly again he hits the bear but almost it's like firing an arrow at a brick wall it just the arrow itself as oversized as it is just snaps and hits off as it hits the bear's toughened hide and he is then gonna use his movement while he can he gives you a nod of thanks as he gets low and like almost Naruto sprints across out of the way and it is Gabriel's turn. Hi. I'm gonna stab the bear. Are you stabbing it from there with your lance or uh, closer? Well, I'm just gonna door check I can actually make use of a bonus action because. Yeah, no, um, I need to step one bit, one square closer to it and also okay, actually stab it. You can do so to I believe Fairy Fire can specifically target not allies. I'm not sure. Anyway, you can step out of it because of how well um, Kaya managed to place it. So yeah, go for it. Cool. So we'll step in, have a pop in. <laughs> I oh, don't think I hit him. Uh, 
Seven. Seven, yeah. Again, you stab at it, but it, the blow just glances off its hide. It's Yeah, alright. That's my lot. Okay. Oh, do 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 do. Kaya, it's your turn again. I'm going to get a bit close to it this time. Okay, do you want to be in melee range with it? I do, because I want to stab it. Okay, you stab it with advantage. <laughs> did you did you attack with advantage, Gabriel? Did I attack with advantage? Everything has advantage because it's in the fairy fire. Oh, I I did not. I I forgot I didn't have my advantage for my thing. Um, no worries, I've forgotten every turn so far. Why shouldn't you? Well, that's that's a twenty non-natural then. Yep, that'll hit. I've still got a spell slot left, so that is twelve damage, three radiant. Is that twelve normal plus three radiant? Uh, no, sorry, twelve damage. Three of that is radiant damage. Okay, yeah, you stab at it, and it digs right into its into its oversized, well, normal size for a bear, but still huge um, arm, and it kind of snaps it to the side and gets definitely gets its attention and definitely wounds it. Kaya, stabby stabby. Okay, stabby stabby. I have a natural 20. Oof. I am her. Yeah, so I'm guessing I hit. I suppose. I suppose. Yeah. Where's my dice? Uh, it's doubled, isn't it? And then my modifier. Yeah, doubled up. Oh, my roll. modifier. For a massive 10 damage. Uh, you. <laughs> Again, whilst you, you can see that this thing, like, it's the hide in it is like iron tough. So instead of trying to slice at it or just randomly jab at it, you see the wound made by Runt's spear, and you, with perfect aim, just stab into the already made wound, and it roars out in pain as you draw back um, with the rapier and do it some some more damage. Yay. Uh, is that everything for your turn? It is everything for my turn at the moment. Mercy, it is now your go. Okay, so I would like to move directly behind Runt, just just in case stuff happens. Okay, you can definitely do that. So here, lovely. Yeah, that's fine. For my action, I would like to um, path to the grave the bear, okay. which is my channel divinity, which basically means that the next thing to attack it, it is vulnerable to, the, to yeah. all of that attack's well, damage. The next thing which hits, isn't it? Not. Uh, Correct, yeah. The next attack they hit it, it becomes vulnerable, which in this case, hopefully, will be Benedict. So I'm going to move Swimming Benedict. 5, 10, 15, 20. Over, uh, oh. Go for it. Sorry, dude, it's another natural 20. Don't be sorry. Uh, <laughs> I don't think you get... Do you get double vulnerable? I think you do. It's double dice, and then because it's vulnerable, it means it's just whatever it's... It, so yeah, so you... Uh, yeah. Benedict just comes flying forward like a hobo rocket. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah da, 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 da. so, that... Hang on, wait. Uh, two, 17. Right, so it is 
17 damage plus 3 necrotic. And then doubled, yeah? Yes. So 20 damage doubled to 40. Yeah, and okay. some of that's necrotic, yeah. Okay, so what you what you do is you go behind run, just in case, one hand ready to go on his shoulder, and with the arm still um, outstretched free, you reach out to where Benedictus is, and you fling your arm forward, and it follows that trajectory, and it flies forward over, um, as it's still rearing up from the last blow, over Gavriel's head, and just flies straight through the chest of the bear and comes out the other side and hits into, through a nearby tree, literally into the tree. Um, it's like more like a crater hitting it with the force. And this bit kind of... And then just falls limp with about a... Well, with the force of it, it's a very decent-sized hold straight through the middle of its chest. Still sizzling from the and kind of away from the necrotic impact of it. Okay. Lovely. And uh, we will call that out of initiative, I believe. Ooh. That was close. Uh, yes, I am very rough right now. Yes, I can see that deer. I'm just gonna just I'm just gonna dump a cure wounds into him. Tell you what, no, I'm, I'm gonna dump a cure wounds and my healing hands. Go for it. I'm so we go get and... what? Go on. No, well he gets three back from the healing hands, mm-hmm. and then he's going to get another ten back from the cure wounds. Okay, he's looking a lot better than he did. Yeah, he kind of heals better. Thank you, Mercy. And, like, as you do so, even some of the hair seems to grow a little bit more on his face. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So I just made double checking. I've got my... Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Okay, Kaya, you were saying something? I want to go and have a look at the, the bony dude. Okay. Bony yes. dude oh, yeah. I'm going to follow her as soon as I get a chance. Okay, you look over and he is a broken mess. Like, he's... You look, and as you're watching, he's not... He's definitely dead. There's no issue there. He's expired. But even then, like, the wounds and the bones seem to be knitting back together. Like, even though the soul has departed, the body is still trying to do its job and heal an extended rate. And if you, you give it if you give it long enough, like, you give it a few minutes just watching, like, weapons ready in case this thing stands up. But eventually, all you have before you is, like, mm-hmm. a... Besides the mess of like blood and gore on it, and the mess of the, of the armor, the body itself is just perfectly fine with some like what look like month-old scars where you hit it before. Is it supposed to do that? Uh, I, I I doubt it. They aren't in general. That one might be supposed to do that. What is it? Dead. That's oh, the okay. well. That's the sixty-four thousand drachma question, um, or gold piece question. Um, Drachmas are more ceremonial. Just yeah, them. true. Yeah, fucking yeah. another currency. The, the electric. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, can I give it a one save, like a medicine check? Just to... yeah, of course. Make a medicine check. Um, I will guide myself just for the sake of. Making sure I get a good enough roll. 
Um, while that's happening, I'm going to talk to our uh, local native guide who might be able to weird people who wander around his forest. Yeah. 22, uh, dude. 22. Uh, okay, I'll come back to you in a second. Uh, that's fine. Gabriel. Uh, so yeah, he's kind of you look and Silanos is getting like bandages out of his pack and like starting to patch himself up, like making a splint for his leg and just doing a bit of, bit of battlefield and thing. You can see he's like absentmindedly rubbing his neck as well as he does so. Um, he's like, oh, thank you. I, I didn't, I don't know what would have happened if, thank you. Well, what would have happened is you would have made a bit of a liar out of me. And I think part of that means that you need to go back to the village and we probably need to get you back there. I'll, I'll be fine. I want to see this through. Even if, even if I leave you before we find it, I want to see that you reach your destination safe. Besides, if I went back on my own in the state I'm in, I may attract more attention. I'll at least stay the night with you, get myself healed up, and then a state to return on my own. Right. Uh, if anything else like this comes up, you just head back to the village. Don't wait around for us. Just I will get not out. Be, uh, I will not be as lax about things next time. Don't worry. That was an error on my part. Okay. You seen any other creatures that look like this wandering around? It's just the first one you've seen. No, I've had... The only humanoids I've seen in this forest are us and then invaders. I've never seen this person before. Definitely never seen anything like this before. Okay. Sorry, I mean, not much we can do about that. I wish I could help. It's very new to me. It's all right. You don't know the things that you don't know. Um, Mercy, you're looking around, and you you can see, yeah, it's basically a perfectly cured body. Like, but nothing about it seems like magical. Like it didn't glow. It just physically knitted back together and healed itself. You make a few cuts to see if it does it again, and it does. Um, and whilst it's more congealed and coagulated now, you that same green liquid that you saw, it seems to be coming from inside of him. You look at it, and whilst it's not exactly the same, it does have a similar kind of smell um, and hue to it as the stuff that was coming out of the wolves. Okay. One thing um, also, uh, sorry, yeah, one, sorry. Carry one on. thing you also find... Um, as uh, you inspect the body, is on its chest is a brand that doesn't like it's still fresh-ish, and it looks um, very simple, but it is of a snake devouring its own tail. So, a robber us basically. Mm -hmm. Although it probably doesn't go by that name. Um... Do you want me to make a, a religion roll to see if I know what the brand is, or...? Uh, less religion and more of a history check. I can, well, whichever you want me to do, I'll, I'll roll. Make a history check for me. Do, 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 do. Not, not my best skill, but it'll do... Yeah, it's a 12. 12. Um, 
you've not really seen anything like that before. Uh, you think it might have something to do with um, alchemy. Right. But that's about all you know. You, you think you know something about it when um, you were being healed up. Uh, you may have seen some of the bottles that were used, like some of the salves ha may have had a similar symbol on it, but you never asked about it or thought anything of it. Right. I will deliberately make sure that anybody that comes close gets to see the symbol. Okay. Uh, and, it's, and it's like... But I'm right next to you, so I'm guessing you pointed out to me each yeah. time. Does anybody know what this thing means? No. Feel free to make history it, checks for me. Yeah. I'm not going to have to do it because it's not his jam. And, um, uh, I'm going to ask the uh, I'm going to ask the furball dude as well if he's familiar with this as well. Okay. Sixteen. I forget his, I forget his name already. Sixteen. What was that? And seventeen. History. Okay. I was sixteen on history. Okay. Uh, Solanos looks and says, "No, I haven't. I haven't seen anything like that before." Um. No, it's, it's none of the markings that we use. That's all I know. Uh, Gabriel, yeah, you you get a similar Ankaya, actually. You both kind of... Again, you've seen symbols on some bottles, but they're more used for... You can't think what bottles they are, but you do seem to remember something about it being... Like, if it was a school of magic, it'd be transmutation. Like, altering one thing to another. Yeah. Hmm... I would hedge a bet that whatever is doing whatever it is here has something to do with this symbol. Or similar to how maybe the uh, ogre things were being branded. Maybe that's a correlation of some description. You've had other things that have been branded. Remember when we went to um, deal with the ogre thingies? Oh, yeah. I tend to forget about that because, you know, kid. Please don't, please don't remind me about that. I had a very... I'm I sorry. No, no, it's fine. Well, no, you didn't almost murder a child with a single touch. Anyway. Ah! Yeah. Gav Gavril, do you have any thoughts? There's some weird magic or... Alchemy, transmutation y cult thing, monster thing. I was, I'll be honest, I was kind of hoping for some kind of a Hydra worshipping cult. <laughs> uh, but Hydras have a <laughs> lot more heads than that. You were just casually hoping for what? What the fuck is wrong with you? Well, it's that simple. A Hydra worshipping cult is deal with a Hydra and then the cult go. Ah, nothing to worship anymore. This is something I don't know anything about. Oh. I know how to deal with cults that worship bad things. Yeah, that 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 kind of makes sense. <laughs> this is clearly something that's altering. So, is it possible that? Oh, Hecate, forgive me. That some. Lunatic from Lagina decided to try and experiment on things out here. 
Well, this thing seems a bit different to the animals in that it seemed to have a lot more of its um, rationality and composure. Yeah. But however, it's obviously still, it's been altered, it's been changed. I, yeah. I think we would have known about things walking around like that. Whereas it, it, it's more the case as to, I remember before we left Sparta, there was, men, she made mention of undead type things in Lagina. That, that's looks, not an undead thing as far as I can tell. Well, whatever it is, it's bony and it started regenerating and that ain't normal. So it's not quite, it wasn't really bony, it was more very thin. It's wearing bone armour. Yeah. It's wearing bone no. armour, but it, the thing it's itself... Not, it's not, I mean, cre creepy people wear bone armour. Yep, sorry. Creepy people I mean, but bone happens to be like yeah. a fairly easy to obtain material that you can make some things out of. I, yeah. I, I think that the bigger issue is the fact that this body it's, seems to repair itself from non-magical damage. It also bare body. So we know that we know that the creatures here aren't. Or seemingly aren't undead creatures. They're creatures that are dying and suffering from some kind of very unusual and the issue that we don't understand, or something very magical in nature. This thing didn't seem to be like suffering. It was grinning. It was almost malevolent and quite calculated, or maybe sadistic even. Yes. So that means I've so put them, even if they're connected as, as two separate things, it might yeah. be that one has created the other or is aware of the other, controlling the other, but they're, they're not the same bracket. There's two things here. Yeah, I mean, like any sort of experiment, you're always going to see sort of wild and varied results, I expect. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if this was a willing participant, maybe, and is kind of a... It, it may not even be these animals are part of an experiment. They may be a complete byproduct or accident of whatever this well, thing is that it might well, have done to itself. And well, I would certainly, I would certainly hazard power. that. I would certainly hazard that. Yeah, uh, him would probably hmm, will be certainly. He certainly seemed the willing type. Let's put it that way. Well, he, either way, as I said when we were, when we were dealing with these wolves earlier we're not going to learn anything sitting here and having a roundtable debate about it because we're not right. getting any more information. So let's, if we're ready to move on, let's just keep moving. Yeah. Um, may as well search the body for anything that might give us any sort of evidence or give us a clue as to where, what might be, have come from or anything like that or anything just worth taking for evidence and maybe we can pass on that maybe something that I can take to Lagina. Yeah, it's probably worth stripping the body, and then if we can make sure we can find a way to permanently ensure it's not coming back, I'm sure that's um, well, something well, you might be able to help with. I'm, I'm well, going to do, well, do a very sort of like quick type sketch of uh, the brand, just so it's for reference purposes. Yeah, sure. Like, Before it potentially gets dismembered. Yeah, fair. How is it actually branded on uh, a, is it a tattoo, a painting? Is it like burnt in? It is, is it burn? It looks like a burnt brand. 
So the skin, the skin's kind of raised up around it then. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's it's the one thing that doesn't seem to have scarred over as quickly. It still seems quite fresh. Quite fresh. Okay. Well, yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, anything of note that I can take from the body? As uh, the, the, the thingy, the body of the person. Yeah. Yes, players. Okay. Uh, make an investigation check. Sure, 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 sure. Oh, and can I inspect that four-pointed trident for religious reasons? You can. I'm going. To, I'm uh, going to quickly guide myself if that's okay. Yeah, go for it. Well, including including the nat including the nat twenty, it's a twenty-three. Oh. Okay, yeah. Um, it's the it's the it's the best I've rolled since episode one, mate. So <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, it's more that on that roll, there's like you search through every pocket, everything, and literally all you find is the things on it. Um, that's fine. That's fine. Well, no, it, it, it's it's more of a case of looking for particular evidence that I can yeah. maybe take take for to say look we, this is the thing that happened this is what he had it's like does any of this make sense can we do anything with it i say one thing you will find you do find weird is the fact that there are no rations or anything it's got no water pouch with it no supplies just the clothes on its back okay but yeah What's um, the what do i say will any of the bones can be removed from his armor do you think they can but like i said they are quite brittle like some of them you take off and they break as you're taking them off they wouldn't, they wouldn't um is there any anything kind of armor there... but you could no 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 no, no evidence no. if you wanted yeah that's all i'm bothered about just looking for just stuff to like just like i'm saying it's yeah, like definitely remove stuff um like say if you That's fine. you cut the links rather than like the cord links that tie them together rather than trying to take off the bone itself, you can get some intact yeah. pieces. Yeah, that's yeah, uh, yeah, that'll be fine by me. Mm-hmm. I might borrow a run for that. Uh, yeah, history, check. history. Oh, I did well last time, and this time as well. Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay, you look at it and it doesn't seem anything like relevant. It's not like a religious weapon or anything. From what you can tell and from what you saw watching, what you're thinking through, you know you've seen something similar before, and then you clock on from when you were watching Runt in the arena, that it's what one of the Null fighters was using that had the beasts, and it looks like a Beastmaster's pronged um, spear, basically. Right, okay. That helps. Knowledge. Because knowing is half the battle. The rest of it is <laughs> immense violence. <laughs> the more you know. Violence is fine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is there anything else you want to do? Can we burn this body or uh, you can drop it into a million pieces? We, we, can, we can try anything you like, dear. Okay. Uh, I, I mean, I, I don't believe it's coming back, but I'd, I'd rather I'd rather be more certain than I am right now. Sure. Okay. So you're just going to like set a, not a funeral pyre, but like set a campfire under it and just see if you can. I mean, we may as well. I assume we're going to have to have some kind of a, a quick uh, break now because we've all been fairly heavily battered by that. Oh, you're saying like a short rest? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, well, you... I can't. Yeah. 
Well, I can't do much on a short rest, but yeah, it's fine. I'm going to make certain that I'm sat away from where sort of like wind is going. Okay. There you, it doesn't take much to start a fire. You're in a forest and it's easy to do. You set fire under this and you notice as soon as the fire goes up, you didn't, you noticed it a little bit before, but you just didn't pay too much mind. But the fire takes to it really quickly and the body does burn away really well. Um, And before you finish your short rest, which only takes about half an hour to an hour, um, depending on what you're doing during it, yeah, it's most of the flesh is kind of burnt away already. Ooh, barbecue. No. Are you, is that just, you're leaving the bear and just burning the other one? Uh, unless our guide has any particular way that they've been handling these animals that they've, they want to go through. Yeah, we also tend to burn the ones just in case it is a corruption to stop it from spreading. Of course, we'll, we'll burn both. Okay. Um, you do find uh, when you burn the bear, almost the opposite seems to happen. Like its eyes, a bit visceral, but yeah, its eyes and its tongue and anything exposed seems to burn away. But it doesn't seem to, like the fur itself gets really hot and almost glows like mm. metal would when it gets hot, but it doesn't seem to burn away. But the body itself, most of it, the bits that are exposed, do start to burn away slowly. Good grief. Wait, hang on. Are these things different halves of the same situation? Right. Well, one burns well, one doesn't burn. One of them is way healthier than has any right to be. The other is barely clinging onto life and is dying on the inside. Are these, are these things maybe in some way Blinked. taking life out of the creatures that are here? or taking some something out of them basically draining life from one thing to imbue imbue something that's not yeah. with life yeah if, if this creature and or other things like it are somehow directly causing this to these creatures in order to empower themselves that these creatures aren't a byproduct of it but are actually the fuel or the victims of whatever they're doing it's, that might it's, Mean it's certainly the, them. We free them. We free the animals. Again, it's the best theory we've got. But again, and we can't be certain until we actually, like you said, no, no, no sense in discussing theories. Effectively, we, as bad as it sounds, we we need potential further evidence and proof. So, but it's, it's controlled but, fire, given by how well that thing burns. I'm not saying we, we do anything that endangers the, the forest of catching and fire, but yeah, yeah, spear yeah. gets pretty hot. I mean, I don't necessarily have fire fire, but I can do a radiant fire if that helps. If they were holding something metal, I can certainly inflict more fire-based Everything's just conjecture, though, like you said. Well, well, th- th- this isn't conjecture. There's something we might actually be able to act on in the next time we meet these things. Yeah. I think, also, I don't know about the, the, the four of you, but I'm much more prone now to believe that we should be focusing on looking for these people rather than just looking the, around in general. 
Well, I thought we'd I thought we'd always assumed it was a a someone or a something. But it's not where they are. We we know you thought it was a hydra based cult. Which which is still people. We're now just looking at a different type of people. Exactly. Okay. Well at least we know it well, at least we have a plan, even if it's not likely to survive more than five minutes. Exactly. Yeah, just as long as we find another one of like these people, we can at least right. try any theories out that we have. Well, the best thing we can do is see if it left any previous tracks, see where we can see where it might have come from. And yes. work from there. And then just if we um, then see how far we can get and if we have to rest. Does our uh, resident local wildlife person think they've got any idea on being able to track where this thing came from or where this humanoid came from? Uh, he <clears throat> he's just he stands up. Again, he seems Better for the rest, but still in like some pain in his leg. Kind of limps a little bit over to where you first saw this thing. Takes a few minutes. Rolls like a baller. Yeah, and after about two to three minutes of looking at the brook, kind of wanders from one place to another, just looking and seeing what happened. Um, like seeing snap twigs. It's like two hobbits lay here. Um, wait, no, sorry. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, but no, he sees and very, yeah, he, yeah, I, I can definitely follow this thing. Okay. Well, if we're good to go, just let's just be careful. Yes. Um, on the bright side, I think you might be able to keep up with me now. <laughs> Um, if we need to stop and rest, we will stop and rest and uh, come to patch you up a bit more. Yeah. Right. If you're ready, then let's go. Well, we actually have a trail. Yeah. Okay. No trail we can follow. Okay. You head off following the the trail led by Boris and you're walking. It's still at a good pace. Like, he still knows this jungle. He gets... He seems to take more stops this time because he's getting to parts of the forest that he hasn't traversed in quite a while, and you can see he struggles to catch his breath sometimes. He's he's fine, like he's not dying or anything, but he's still wounded. Um, but you make your way, you make good time, and just as darkness starts to like dusk starts to fall, you can see the first stars kind of coming out. You keep on your way. Um, and in the distance, you can hear distinct like howls a few miles away, um, but you can hear howls of creatures as the forest starts to become a lot more alive the deeper in you go. And we will leave it there for this week. Mm. Yeah, thank you for joining, guys. I'm glad to be getting back into it. Yay! We will try. Yeah, missing one session is. Um, it's not great because it leaves a month, but hopefully you were able to dive straight back into the action. I know I had fun. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, as this, you start to get more details of what might be going on here. Um, yeah, thank you, you guys, for joining and Dan for when he could. Thank you, Ken, for holding back your theories and going with what Gabriel would believe. Um, half of my mm -hmm. one is seeing Ken's face when he comes up with something and like. <laughs> <laughs>
Ken is a it's very, all hydras, mate. Ken is a very intelligent man, and he tries very hard not to wizard at this thing. So I thank him for it. But yeah, um, thank you guys for jumping straight back into it as well. Thank you for all oh, the no worries. and followers that we got this week. Uh, we will Yay! in a couple of weeks on this channel. Uh, I may be having another channel come out, but that will be nothing to do with roleplay, so don't even worry about it. Um, hopefully see you guys soon, though. Uh, remember, it is September, for those of you that didn't weren't here at the start. For the month of September, uh, half price on paid subs to channels and gifted subs as long as you do it on the desktop site or desktop app for Twitch. For some reason, it doesn't work on the mobile sites or mobile app. But yeah, you can get half price on any um, subs to any channels for the month of September, and Subway are apparently doing a thing. Uh, I think someone suggested it might be ASMR videos of people just eating different subs, which <laughs> I would hate that. Uh, a Subway mukbang! Yeah, just, just the sound of people eating. I'm not too bad with it but a whole thing dedicated to it no uh, but anyway yeah thanks for tuning in guys <laughs> we will see you again in a couple of weeks uh and remember that the gods they are watching bye